Welcome to another edition of Speaking of Arkansas. I'm Greg Harton, editorial page editor of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and today with me is Rusty Turner, who is editor of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Welcome. Thanks, Greg. Uh, today, we're going to school, basically. Uh, we're talking about the Thaden School, a private school in Bentonville that started up uh, about three years ago, and we are joined by Clayton Marsh the founding head of the school, and we welcome you to our Fayetteville studios today. Thank you. I'm, I'm delighted to be here. Well, let's just uh, learn a little bit about you first. Um, you uh, came here about three years ago to Northwest Arkansas? Yes, I uh, relocated from New Jersey with my family uh, about actually closer to four years ago, okay. um, to lead the development of what we now know as Thaden School. Okay. So at the time, the school had no name, no land, uh, no curriculum. It was a greenfield project. And you, uh, uh, your background, just a brief uh, description of kind of what, what it was that made you kind of the, the guy to come in here and, and get a school up and running from the ground up. Sure. I, I was not looking for the opportunity. It came knocking on my door one day when I was uh, working at Princeton University as a dean. Uh, my role there was um, to work with faculty and departments on the development of curriculum, teaching, learning, um, very much focused on the undergraduate academic experience. And the Walton Family Foundation, when they went to work in their search for the founding head of this school, hired a search consultant who uh, knew that I had started my career in high school education uh, many years ago and thought this might be an intriguing opportunity for me. So the phone rang, and that was the beginning of a conversation and three or four visits to Northwest Arkansas. Um, and as I began to kind of see more completely all that this opportunity held uh, for, for my family and, and for the region, I became increasingly excited. You had not forever pined to move to Arkansas. Well, I grew up in Kansas City. <laughs> okay. And we did come down here quite a bit when I was growing up to fish uh, and camp and things like that. Um, remember, I caught my first fish at Gaston's. Okay. Um, but it had been some time, and, uh, you know, I was uh, keeping an open mind um, about all parts of the country. I, um, my academic background is as an Americanist, to study American art and literature. I knew that there was a great collection here in northwest Arkansas. I was excited to see that. So uh, Arkansas wasn't on the immediate radar, but I was, uh, I was eager to learn more. Um, so w there are a couple of things going on. We've got the school itself, uh, but uh, then we've got uh, kind of a facility uh, event coming up this week. We'll talk about that here in just a minute. But if you don't mind, for people who don't really know a lot about the Thaden School, um, give us just a basic sketch of, of what it is and, and what it's all about. Sure. So um, we are an independent school, uh, which means that we have our own board of directors, we have our own mission, and we teach to that mission. Um, we're a small school. We started uh, in the fall of 2017 with just 50, uh, 50 students in grades 7 and 9. 
in trailers. Um, grew the school from 50 to 110 in our second year and kind of scaled up with grades 7, 8, 9, and 10. And now this year, just as we've moved into our first permanent structures, we've grown again uh, by double uh, to 220 students, and now we're grades 6 through 11. At full scale, we'll be grades 6 through 12. We organize them into a middle school and an upper school division, and we expect to have as many as 500 students on our campus, a 30-acre campus about eight blocks off the square in downtown Bentonville. Used to be the uh, fairgrounds, right? Y yes, those okay. the home of the uh, Benton County Fair for better part of 80 years, as I understand it. In fact, my uncle used to show ponies on those fairgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the um, so what you've got uh, something coming up this week. This this uh, we're a couple of days removed from it as we record this, but uh, that's it's it's basically a grand opening type of event. It is. We're calling it homecoming, um, and a great kind of time of year to welcome the community uh, to see our campus. Will be. Uh, students will be giving uh, tours of the campus. Uh, the public is welcome to um, come see us, I think, uh, starting at 4.30 on Thursday. Um, and then we will have some conversation with the two lead members of the design team, uh, Marlon Blackwell here in, in Fayetteville, yeah. and then Steve Duimez is coming in from uh, New Orleans. And together so they've been That's our Thursday, team. October 10th. Correct. Okay. Um, so tell me a little bit about, uh, and, and I guess this predates your arrival, but uh, what, what really drove the creation of the school? Well, as I understand it, uh, the home region program at the Walton Family Foundation, um, you know, obviously they've set into motion a number of initiatives designed to improve the quality of life here in northwest Arkansas. And um, based on their, their research, their observations, I believe they identified a need for an independent school as another educational option in the region. There's a strong district school system here, of course, a uh, number of charter schools, number of faith-based schools, but there was not, at least in Bentonville, an independent school, non-sectarian co-ed independent day school. Um, there is the new school here in Fayetteville, but at the time was serving students, I think, grades K through 8. They've recently grown into the upper school years as well. But the, I think the, I don't want to speak for the foundation, Karen Minkle, who's been a great partner with me in this project from the beginning. Uh, but I think what she would tell you is, you know, Thaden is meant to provide another educational option for the region. And you described it as an independent school, so it's not a parochial school, it's not a charter school, there's no state tax dollars flowing to you at all. So, so um, uh, obviously the students uh, pay a fee to go, uh, but how else do you, how else do you fund the operation? Of the sure, school? yeah, the, the price of freedom is uh, <laughs> significant, right? We, and again, on one of the key aspects of an independent school is we set our own mission and teach to that mission free of externally mandated standardized tests. So we really get to design curriculum and hire teachers that we think will advance and support the mission. Um, but you have to support yourselves, and we do so in a number of ways. Um, obviously, before we had our first families, uh, we needed startup funding, and that has come to us from the 
from the Walton Family Foundation. Um, we're now growing uh, our school community and able to generate tuition revenue. Um, that revenue, however, um, it's not a sort of uh, fixed price uh, tuition model. We use what's called indexed tuition. So every family's tuition is individually determined on the basis of their resources. So we have a very broad range of tuitions. You know, everyone is different. And the purpose of that is to make the school accessible to all families in Northwest Arkansas. In many parts of the country, independent schools can be prohibitively expensive, and the amount of financial assistance that those schools have available can be quite limited. One of the great um, attractions for me was that the Walton family uh, was very committed to allowing us to establish this school on a basis that allowed us to serve a very broad range of families socioeconomically. Because when you read our mission statement, one of the things you'll see is this guiding principle. There's a number of them articulated, but at the top of the list is the principle that the diversity of a school is essential to the quality of the education that it provides. We feel that the teachable moments in the classroom, inside and outside of the classroom, the discussions around the table, and in all variety of instructional settings are richer and more well-informed by virtue of having a lot of different perspectives at the table. This key to who we are, and that was key for me as a educator to uh, have an opportunity to lead the development of a school that is so committed to that. So the school was created in a in, in a community that that uh, has a strong public school uh, uh, district, um, or in communities that have several strong. Uh, public school districts and and also a number of charter schools so that so there were uh, in a number of parochial schools mm -hmm. as you mentioned so there were some options here uh, when you came in so is you know some might see the creation of the Thaden school as more competitions others might see it just as an uh, as a uh, 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 an enhancement of educational opportunities uh, what do you say to those folks who, who worry about um, uh, who are concerned that it's that it's uh, 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 unnecessary or 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 ultra competitive for for the other schools that already exist in in the region? Well, uh, the region has been growing, you know. So the the growth here is so robust and so strong. I feel that um, we aren't uh, kind of taking away. We're just adding uh, to a a very robust and growing educational landscape. Um, Bentonville High has got a lot of students. Um, the charter schools are all doing well. So um, it's, it's, it's more about helping support or sustain the greater growth of the region. And a number of the families that we now serve have come to us from outside of the region. You know, when they're coming in and they're looking at it, they say, well, you know, this is a little bit more aligned with our needs educationally. And a number of the families who've come to us from other schools, again, have felt that Thaden was more well aligned with their needs. Um, and the school is growing. You know, we've gone from 50 to 100 to 220. That's good, strong growth. We're not going to double again next year. We need some time to kind of settle in and grow at a more uh, tapered rate uh, going forward. Um, but I think that uh, 
the, the proof of the school is in, in the growth and um, that we've been seeing over these last few years, and we're very pleased with that. Okay. Uh, so you mentioned uh, diversity of the, of, within the student population and how essential that is to the school. Tell me a little bit about the student population there um, and, and what defined diversity for me, because that could certainly be yeah. diversity of incomes, socioeconomic, sure. uh, diversity of race, you know, yeah. uh, a multitude of things. So what, what is it that you're, where are you in that process yeah. and, and, and what do you hope the ultimate uh, student population will look like? Sure. So, you know, from the beginning, we've worked hard to cultivate um, interest broadly in this school. Uh, meeting with uh, prospective families and uh, throughout the region and a variety of venues before we even had a school. You know, I was selling fairgrounds land, <laughs> swampy land at that. Um, and we've been quite pleased to see that really uh, a very broad, uh, a diverse range of families have um, expressed great interest in Thetan School. So how do you define diversity? You're right, it's, it's multifaceted. Socioeconomic diversity is important, but also uh, geographic diversity. Here, we've been able to attract a lot of students from Washington County, Fayetteville, Springville, uh, Springdale, and even you know as far away as West Fork. Um, we provide transportation that makes the school easy to get to. Um, so I think we have about 14 different you know cities and towns represented at Thayden School right now. In terms of racial and ethnic diversity, we're about 34% students of color at this time. Um, but we've got a different kind of diversity as well that I would call um, just diversity of, of, of background and life experience. You know, um, the, uh, the students are coming from many different kinds of families that have different uh, trades, different callings, different professions. Um, it feels like a true melting pot effect at our school. Um, and what we love about it is that in our small classes, you know, the average class size at Thaden does not exceed 15 students. And in many cases, it's smaller because we use discussion-based teaching, you know, around a table or in a, in a workshop or in a science lab where students have to work together, talk together, exchange ideas, you're able to capture the educational value of all of this uh, variety and perspective in those small instructional settings. We don't sort of line students up in rows and stand at the front of the room and give them information. We expect them just to soak up and regurgitate on a test, right? We're teaching them how to be critical thinkers and problem solvers and how to break down, how to form questions, how to investigate them, uh, how to present their findings in cogent form. They do a lot of presentation, a lot of independent project work as well as collaborative group work. So that's, um, you, that's the kind of education and the kind of learning that is richest when you have people from a lot of different backgrounds working together. Talk to us a little bit about student life uh, uh, are, when you think about high school students and, and middle school students you think about things like athletics and band performing arts maybe debate 
those kinds of those kinds of extracurricular activities are um, uh, have you have have you been able to begin implementing those sorts of things at your school and and how 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 well how much are the students participating in those sorts of things? Sure, I think at, at la- we well, so the the day extends well beyond the end of the formal class period uh, day, you know, that ends around uh, 3.15, right? And then we have the afternoon programming, athletics, uh, clubs, and all other variety of after-school activities. Um, I think our participation rate is about 90 to 95%. Um, So the opportunities to get involved in co-curricular programming are particularly abundant at a small school, uh, and and uh, at a new school, and we look to the students to be founders with us. Um, they start all kinds of clubs and activities and programs. We have the Chicken Club. We have chickens on our campus. You know, <laughs> um, we have Model UN. We have a um, uh, a number of athletic teams. But I will, you know, uh, be the first to say that our small size can has been a limiting factor, also our Im- infrastructure, in terms of what we can offer in terms of athletics right now. Um, we've got a strategic planning group, and we're working with our board about how we can create more infrastructure for athletics going forward as our, te- as our school becomes bigger and we can field teams. But we've been packing a pretty good punch for our small size already. Um, and the kids have really uh, jumped in there, and they're trying new things. They're doing different things uh, outside of the classroom. Um, so the co-curricular piece is very important to who we are, and it's a big part of the value of, a, of an independent school education. This is not a come and go at from 8 to 3. The day extends well into the evening, and again, that transportation that we provide is waiting there for the students to help them get home so they can take advantage of all that no matter where they live and no matter what the resources uh What does the transport, I guess I didn't know that you provided transportation. What does that look like? How do, how do you get a student from West Fork to Bentonville? And, well, we, and, out, we outsourced it at first, you know, and we, we designated a number of pickup uh, zones that were, or pickup points mm-hmm. that were based on where our families were. So we went through the, you know, the admissions cycle, we got our class formed, and then we said there's a cluster here, here, here. And so we have run a north loop that goes up toward Bella Vista. We run, you know, kind of Rogers, of course, in Springdale, and, and another one that comes down here. We don't go all the way to West Fork. It's not rolling up in okay. front of somebody's house to pick them up. But nobody has to drive more than, I don't know, five, maybe seven miles to get to. Uh, one of those designated pickup points. Okay. Well, go ahead. I want to ask a, a, another question about admissions. We talked a lot about the uh, uh, about the uh, the student fee and the the sliding scale, the indexed um, student fee. Are there academic requirements uh, in place uh, for for a student who wants to uh, attend Thayden School? Sure. I mean, an admissions process is a big part of an independent school model because it allows you to shape your class to create what you feel will be most aligned with your mission, that will be the most uh, enriching kind of school community that you can create. So we take a holistic review of each uh, applicant. We look at a variety of things. We look, of course, at their academic uh, uh, performance in prior schools, their transcripts. Um, 
We look at some standardized test scores for sure, but we look at a lot more. The application gives the students opportunity to answer a number of short essays, um, to provide other information, and then we meet with the family. And we like to think, to have a conversation about, you know, what it is they hope to get from a Thaden education, how we can support that child's needs in the best way possible, uh, and to get a sense generally about the whole fit and how ready any given uh, student is to take advantage of this educational opportunity. Um, so it's a very uh, holistic kind of process where we look, take into consideration a lot of different information. We get letters of recommendation from their teachers, We're trying to get as much as we can to see each student and their potential as clearly as possible. Um, so there isn't one bright line data point, you know, mm -hmm. that, that uh, puts a student in or takes them out of consideration. We, we really want to keep that conversation going uh, and let it run its full course uh, in order to arrive at the best sense of the fit for do, the school. Do you make those decisions or is there a, a panel of people? We have, uh, we do by committee. We have, a, obviously we have a director of admissions who guides families through that process, um, gathers the information, uh, but we have then a team of faculty and, and staff who are available to meet with the families to have those, those conversations, um, and then the file um, goes to committee for, for discussion. And then you're, you, you talked, I think, earlier about goal being around 500 students when you ultimately kind of flesh everything out. Um, at, at that point, would it, uh, I know we've got a charter school here uh, with several campuses that does a lottery system as, as part of its process. I, I don't know exactly how, how that works in terms of a private school. Um, it just, is there any desire to do something like that or is it, is it more or less just we, we select the students and then when we hit our number, we're we're full. We're full. You know, unfortunately, it's a finite resource, um, and we try to um, extend the opportunity of a Thaden education to the families that we feel will be able to make the most of it. Um, but it is a, it is a selective school, and I'm, uh, you know, we will not be able to um, serve as many families uh, as. As we would like, perhaps you know. I mean, we you've got to you've got to maintain a high degree of quality. You've got to keep those class sizes small. That's essential to our mission, and and that is part of the promise uh, that we make to our faculty. You know that we have been able to recruit many of whom have come from all over the United States. Um, is that opportunity to work with students in smaller instructional settings? Those small class sizes um, are key to to the. Um, the quality of the education. You you mentioned faculty just now, and I'm I'm curious about the selection process for faculty as well. And uh, uh, you know, because you're a private independent school, you you're free from from uh, uh, the restrictions that a public school would have about uh, teacher certification and that sort of thing. So so what are your Tell me a little bit about your faculty selection process. Are you looking for certified teachers, or or are you just looking for people who have the gift of teaching that can uh, that, that can that can carry your mission forward? Uh, so. We, I mean, we um, we 
have posted our positions, of course, and have uh, um, received applications from all over the United States and really the world. I mean, thousands of people have applied um, to teach at Thaden. And um, we are looking to build a faculty uh, that can cultivate student potential to the highest level, um, who have a demonstrated commitment, a demonstrated track record of working well with students to bring learning to life for them. Um, and you can find them in many different places and in many different pathways. Um, uh, we, we, you know, of course, do a, num a kind of an extensive screening and review process, but then we bring them to campus. They teach uh, a demo class. Uh, they meet with all of their other faculty colleagues and the senior administration. We spend a lot of time uh, getting to know these prospective members of our faculty and staff. And uh, I'm enormously proud of what we've been able to build here in these first few years. Um, but, you know, there is no one credential. You know, it's not a credentialist school. It's not a, uh, uh, a school where a certain standardized test score, you know, puts you in or out of contention for a given opportunity. Again, just as the review of our prospective students is holistic, so is the evaluation of prospective faculty a holistic matter. Okay. The, um, let's talk about some of the perceptions of the school, you know, perhaps among people who uh, whose kids are in public school or in one of the charter schools. Um, and you, you touched on this earlier, talking about a, a good number of students come from families who have moved into Arkansas. Uh, I, you know, there could be certainly a perception out there, I think there is among some people, that this is just a kind of a high-dollar school for Walmart executives and, and other, you know, vendor executives, you know, that, that sort of thing. Is, is that an accurate portrayal of, of what's going on at the school? I've heard that, too, um, and nothing could be further from the truth. Um, first, by virtue of the index tuition program, we really have been able to build a diverse learning community. Um, the other thing that I will say about Thaden that I, I think sets it uh, apart from many independent schools, uh, historically, is its desire to be open and connected to the community it serves. Um, a number of independent schools in, in some parts of the country feel insular and self-contained and kind of at a remove from the greater community. And they, and they in fact, serve a relatively narrow slice of that community. We wanted this school to be in the middle of things, and that was the attraction of the fairground site. We took down that fence, and we built a campus that we think will be an amenity for all of Northwest Arkansas, whether or not your children go there. So we built a pump track, and a bike skills course will soon uh, come uh, around it that will be available to the public for use. We're building park-like spaces on certain portions of the campus that will improve the quality of life in the neighborhood. Uh, we will use our performing arts space as a venue for public programming. We were even able to save from demolition uh, Louise Thaden's childhood home, which we brought to our campus, which will serve as a place where we can have you know, book clubs or other kinds of community talks and other places that will be, I think, platforms 
for community connection. Many of much of this is very much inspired by the history of the site as a fairgrounds, as a meeting ground for the whole community. So our index tuition, the design of our campus are both meant to help this school become part of the place, uh, connected to the life around it. The other thing, though, that we do that's very important um, is in terms of the curriculum. We place a great deal of emphasis on what's called community-based learning. And that is a way to take what you're learning in the classroom and apply it to real problems in the world around you or in your immediate community, in your backyard. Um, and certain number of courses at Dayton carry what we call the CBL designation. You have to take a certain number of them to graduate. And the, these courses are designed to give the students a chance to work with a community partner on some kind of problem of, or issue or question of, of local importance. It could be stormwater management, food insecurity, um, you name it. Um, one of our teachers last year, for example, staged a simple event called Meet Your Neighbor that we held at the Bentonville Public Library and worked for three or four weeks with these students to think about how to set up and facilitate a discussion open to the general public on all variety of questions. Because this, this region and, this, and certainly Bentonville, you know, they're growing at a tremendous, um, they're, they're growing so quickly, there's so many things happening. Um, we are building the school in, a, in one of the most interesting contexts that just produces one teachable moment after another. And we really want the students to be getting to know their hometown, getting to know their home region uh, through their coursework, um, through their co-curricular work. And I think uh, one of the most um, encouraging things that I've heard about Faden is that our students are really establishing a presence in the life of the community. They're out and about. A Thaden student knows how to handle himself or herself in conversation uh, in front of a group of people, community organizers. That's kind of the spirit of this school. So when people say, well, this is uh, an independent school and like so many others, it's kind of a special little boutique operation for a very small subset of families and typically those only with great, great resources, nothing could be further than the truth. That could not be farther from the truth when it comes to this school. Um, and if you come visit us, you'll see that. Uh, you mentioned uh, Louise Thaden. Uh, I, we have not mentioned her uh, really in this podcast. The, uh, she is uh, uh, the namesake of the school. She is a, a really, a, I think, a world famous aviator uh, uh, who had uh, uh, had beaten Amelia Earhart in a whole in several competitions and and all in what the nineteen. 20s, 30s, that mm -hmm. time period, and she was born in Bentonville. Um, what is it about uh, the Thaden name and, and kind of the spirit of Louise Thaden that, that speaks to what you're trying to do at the school? Well, so, you know, as I mentioned at the beginning, I mean, this was a Greenfield project. Um, it had no name. Uh, it had no campus. Uh, and the first order of business for me 
um, as the founding head of schools to get to know the history of the region and of the area, uh, to dig in, to learn about where the opportunities were, the history, the culture, everything. I just did a deep dive on all things Northwest Arkansas. And as I began to dig, along with uh, a number of my colleagues, we really stumbled upon the story of Louise Thaden and uh, became um, just enamored with her life story, how she handled herself, how she was a pioneering figure, really courageous in so many ways. I mean, these were not just daring physical feats or uh, daring uh, technological achievements. Um, she was advancing um, uh, the whole field in a way that created opportunities for others, women in particular. Um, she was a, um, and she did so in a very measured, steady, constructive way. She was a community builder. Um, and, and as I just learned more and more about her, I became increasingly inspired by her story and felt that we had found the perfect person after whom uh, to name the school. Um, then the story really started to come to life as we realized that she had gone to high school um, on the land where we were planning to build the school because prior to its being the home of the Benton County Fair for uh, 80 years, it was the home of Bentonville High School in the 19, around 1915 to 1925. Prior to that, it had been the home of Bentonville College which was a co-ed, non-sectarian, independent college. Um, and then that old building was repurposed as the home of Bentonville High and, and just the years when Louise Thaden came, was there as a student at the age of 14. So here we are thinking about naming our school after Louise Thaden, realizing that she had an actual connection to the history of our campus site, and then we're able to get involved in the preservation of her home and bring it to the campus. It just felt like, you know, it was destiny. Sure. Um, and we, we uh, talk about Louise Thaden all the time with our students, who she was, what she stood for, um, and how her example can inspire them as they think about uh, their life journey. So it's given us just a great touchstone uh, for building a school community. Okay, well, let's touch back on tuition for just a minute. Uh, if, when somebody becomes a student uh, and the family pays that tuition, what, does all, what all does that in, involve or include? Sure. Once, we, once we've gone through the index tuition process and we've arrived at an individualized determination for that family, the tuition is all-inclusive. So that includes the cost of, of teaching and education uh, courses, all of that, but also um, transportation to and from the school, as I was describing earlier, um, all books and instructional materials included, a laptop computer included, and two meals a day plus a snack in the afternoon. We have a breakfast offering as well as a lunch offering. And I have to say this about lunch. We do family-style lunches. Uh, we have these three signature programs, Wheels, Meals, and Reels. And the Meals program is about the curriculum of the plate, all that's going on there scientifically, economically, culturally. And we use our lunch hour. We have a full hour for lunch as a, as a 
important uh, platform for building community. We have family-style meals. Uh, the culinary team is very involved with the uh, educational mission of the school. They come out and talk about what's happening on the plate. The students get up. They're involved in sourcing. They're involved in some of the production of the food, the cornbread, you name it. We had paw, paw, popsicles uh, last month, you know, that came out of the season. So the food is a key piece of it, and that, of course, is, is all included as well. Um, it's a uh, it's meant to simplify and streamline uh, the process for families. And the um, speaking of tuition again, the you know the Waltons have been involved in school choice issues, uh, you know, across the country. Really, um, is there? I think there's kind of a, a question in some people's minds about whether uh, Thaden School might want or want to benefit from, you know, the voucher, the whole voucher debate uh, uh, regarding tuition, which doesn't exist in Arkansas at this, at this juncture. Yeah. Is that something that you guys hope will develop uh, to where public funding actually could come to Thaden School? It, it is not something we've discussed. Honestly, uh, my mission in the first uh, three and a half years has been to get this school up and running and to establish its academic program. Um, we, the board going forward, will beginning, we're beginning now to see more clearly our operating costs and what it's going to take to sustain this education uh, long term. And, and I think we're open to uh, discussing all possibilities. But um, my mission has been singular in staying focused on just getting the best teachers, the best curriculum going uh, on this very special place. Um, I am eager to partner with schools in the area, and we have had a number of um, areas where we have been able to work together with local educators to collaborate. Um, we joined a delegation that went to New Zealand uh, uh, not long ago. Uh, both public and private educators, um, and we'll be looking for other opportunities, whether it be professional development for faculty uh, or even curricular initiatives that could be integrated in some way. Uh, but that's uh, that's the next phase. It's a little down further on down the road. Uh, we got to get the rest of our campus built out. We have two more major buildings under construction. What else you got? Um, I'm I'm kind of out of questions, but I was gonna, I was just going to invite you one more time to tell us about the event on Thursday. Uh, what time it starts, and so that folks who might be hearing this and might be interested in coming Thursday would know uh, know, know the details. So absolutely. So you know, again, in keeping with our our spirit of community engagement and our eagerness to share this. Uh, this wonderful campus in this in this school with the greater community. We're having our our homecoming event on Thursday, um, and for us on this occasion in our first year on this campus, homecoming means bringing everyone into our campus uh, for student-led tours, um, a chance to walk around and see the teaching spaces. Uh, the landscape itself is a part of our, our classroom environment. We have a strong commitment to sustainability with 15 miles of geothermal piping under the campus that kids can go down into, uh, greenhouses, rain gardens, um, all kinds of agricultural space that we're starting to activate on campus. 
Um, we think of the whole campus as an educational environment. Um, and we're eager for people to come in and learn uh, with us about uh, what we're trying to do uh, and trying to bring to life uh, here in Northwest Arkansas. So it's been an amazing journey and uh, so proud of our kids and our faculty. So for people who, uh, who might want to look up additional information, I assume you have a website? Yes, we do. And we are on Instagram and Facebook as well. There's information there as well that will provide the, the coordinates for the event. Okay. Um, and, and the website is Thaden, uh, school dot, org. Dot org. Okay. All right. Well, we appreciate uh, you being here today, uh, the opportunity to visit about uh, Thaden School and what you guys are trying to do, and uh, certainly wish you guys well in Bentonville. Well, thanks for the opportunity to share more about the school. I'm always happy to do that.